Emma smiled and chatted as cheerfully as she could to keep him from such thoughts. But when tea came, it was impossible for him not to say exactly as he had said at dinner. Poor Miss Taylor! I wish she were here again. What a pity it is that Mr. Weston ever thought of her. I cannot agree with you, Papa. You know I cannot. Mr. Weston is such a good-humoured, pleasant, excellent man that he thoroughly deserves a good wife. And you would not have had Miss Taylor live with us forever and bear all my odd humours when she might have a house of her own. A house of her own? But where is the advantage of a house of her own? This is three times as large. And you have never any odd humours, my dear. How often we shall be going to see them and they coming to see us. We shall be always meeting. We must begin. We must go and pay wedding visit very soon. My dear, how am I to get so far? Randall's is such a distance. I could not walk half so far. No, Papa, nobody thought of your walking. We must go in the carriage, to be sure. The carriage? But James will not like to put the horses to for such a little way. And where are the poor horses to be while we are paying our visit? They are to be put into Mr. Weston's stable, Papa. You know we have settled all that already. We talked it all over with Mr. Weston last night. And as for James, you may be very sure he will always like going to Randall's because of his daughters being housemaid there. I only doubt whether he will ever take us anywhere else. That was your doing, Papa. You got Hannah that good place. Nobody thought of Hannah till you mentioned her. James is so obliged to you. I am very glad I did think of her. It was very lucky, for I would not have had poor James think himself slighted upon any account, and I am sure she will make a very good servant. She is a civil, pretty-spoken girl. I have a great opinion of her. Whenever I see her, she always curtsies and asks me how I do in a very pretty manner, and when you have had her here to do needlework, I observe she always turns the lock of the door the right way and never bangs it. I'm sure she will be an excellent servant, and it will be a great comfort to poor Miss Taylor to have somebody about her that she is used to see. Whenever James goes over to see his daughter, you know, she will be hearing of us. He will be able to tell her how we all are. Emma spared no exertions to maintain this happier flow of ideas and hoped, by the help of backgammon, to get her father tolerably through the evening and be attacked by no regrets but her own. The backgammon table was placed, but a visitor immediately afterwards walked in and made it unnecessary. Mr. Knightley, a sensible man about seven or eight and thirty, was not only a very old and intimate friend of the family, but particularly connected with it as the elder brother of Isabella's husband. He lived about a mile from Highbury, was a frequent visitor and always welcome, and at this time more welcome than usual as coming directly from their mutual connections in London. He had returned to a late dinner after some days' absence, and now walked up to Hartfield to say that all were well in Brunswick Square. It was a happy circumstance and animated Mr. Woodhouse for some time. Mr. Knightley had a cheerful manner, which always did him good and his many inquiries after poor Isabella and her children were answered most satisfactorily. When this was over, Mr. Woodhouse gratefully observed, 
It is very kind of you, Mr. Knightley, to come out at this late hour to call upon us. I am afraid you must have had a shocking walk. Not at all, sir. It is a beautiful moonlit night, and so mild, that I must draw back from your great fire. But you must have found it very damp and dirty. I wish you may not catch cold. Dirty, sir? Look at my shoes, not a speck on them. Well, that is quite surprising, for we have had a vast deal of rain here. It rained dreadfully hard for half an hour while we were at breakfast. I wanted them to put off the wedding. By the by, I have not wished you joy. Being pretty well aware of what sort of joy you must both be feeling, I have been in no hurry with my congratulations, but I hope it all went off tolerably well. How did you all behave? Who cried most? Ah, poor Miss Taylor. Tis a sad business.